love you. Hey, thanks for coming back to the couch there, potatoes. Oh, uh, yeah. We're so happy to have you here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're uh, we're talking today Disney's Hawkeye. Uh, sorry, Marvel's, Marvel's Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Disney's, Disney's, Disney's Marvel's, Marvel's Hawkeye. Hawkeye. I am the green traveler from Gorsh. And I am the faceless Leon. I don't have a face. This is Green and Faceless on the Couch podcast yeah. about movies and TV. And we're talking about Indeed. TV. Yeah, we're talking the last of the 2021 Marvel television shows. That's right. And it, I, I'm pretty sure this is phase four. I think if I remember correctly, that's the phase we're in of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's gone deep, man. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's always confusing, too, because they can jump around wherever the fuck they want. You know, Black right. Widow is technically part of Maze fo- Phase 4, but it took place before Infinity War or something, like, you know, whenever it took place. Speaking about that movie, I think I want to say, maybe right away, that I like this show because it made that movie mean more. Right. Because that movie was, like, I thought, you know, it was a pretty good movie, but it would have been way better if I felt like the information in it was relevant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it, if it had taken place chronologically with the, the cinematic yeah. universe as it was developing, that would have been great. But, you know, as a, as a kind of, like, reminiscence, like, looking back on Black Widow, it, yeah, it was very, very unnecessary it came across right. as unnecessary but, but it, it gave us the beautiful character yes uh there uh, i guess that might be a spoiler but do i want well, to spoil it up front um i think it's a drawing part of the show yeah it does make it more worthwhile i mean by by a mile like it was already pretty good i felt like and then they dropped yeah. in and i'm like oh fuck yeah i mean anybody could look up the cast list yeah it's, it's just one little treat one tiny little spoiler. If we if we're gonna go into spoiler territory later, which I assume we might, maybe we'll decide to hold off. But we'll f- we'll figure it out as we go. We'll put up a spoiler wall then. But for now, yeah. we'll say that Florence Pugh, uh, Yelena, who is in Black Widow, Black Widow's younger sister, Yelena, yeah, uh, she makes a fun appearance towards like the the final half of this show, and it's just fucking phenomenal just yes. a, a yet again like she's becoming one of my favorite characters in the marvel yeah. cinematic universe uh, and i think what they're gonna try to do with it is make her the new black widow hell yeah that's what i think i don't know enough about the comics to see where that is justified from but i'm totally for it I'm all for it. Yeah, it's it's Cause. totally fine by me. I only wish that they had given ScarJo just a little bit more. Yes. Because it's like, if this is going to be their Black Widow, I'm fucking all for it. But at the same time, I felt like we just didn't get much with ScarJo. No, like, we I mean, didn't. We, I it, say that, but she was in like 10 movies. So. <laughs> she was in a lot of movies, but that first movie especially, man, she was pretty much just there. It was like a tease at, at Black Widow. That's... That's right. what it was. It's like, hey, look, this character's in it. And they're like, oh, cool. And then she does some cool stuff, and that's yeah. it. Um, but, but we're saying that as in, like, it, it sounds bad because it's just like, I mean, they didn't use this character. They probably didn't have, like, the ability to want, you know, they're, they're trying to keep it low-key. It's just right. Iron Man. Like, we're just trying to... <laughs> and Wait, was she an Iron Man? It's Iron Man. Yeah, it's, she was in Iron Man 2. I'm not sure if she was in two. the original one. 
I don't because remember, but it's just... I don't yeah. think so. I don't think she was in the first one. Someday we'll do a Marvel Cinematic Universe yes. playthrough. Maybe Playlist, soon, whatever. I, I've been kind of wanting to do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I do... Yeah, I can feel that. We should start with the ones before the MCU. We should, should do all the shit. Oh, once. shit. Go all the way back. All the way That'd back. That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah, I think it would be pretty cool. Like, could you, let me let me Google it. What, what was the first Marvel yeah, movie? Yeah, what was the first Marvel War! Maybe... Maybe what? you have to put in live action. Maybe maybe Marvel yes, live yeah, action. That's, that's a good idea. The only one I can think of is Sam Raimi as Spider-Man, but I feel like there had to be more before that. Yeah, I feel like there probably was one some in the 80s that we just don't know about. Yep, yep. You want to guess what the first one is? I'm going to assume Spider-Man. No, it was, it, okay. was, it was before that. It was in 86. It was Howard the Duck. Oh no! Yeah, you've you've conned me into like. uh. See, I've blocked that whole movie out. Like, Uh, secret review of. uh, But that technically is in the Marvel. He he is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so it could become canon. In which case, that would be the first movie of the MCU. That's fair, but I I don't Somebody, know because are they going to bring they're not they already announced who the new blade is. I forget who it was. Mahershala Ali. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's going to be good. That's Oh, dude, good. fuck yeah. I forgot um, about the Blade movies with Wesley Snipes though. But his first movie was in 98. His first Hell movie yeah. was in 98 and then uh the X-Men was the next thing to come out in 2000. So it really, I thought maybe there'd be something from the seventies or something like that, dude. I, yeah, I'm I'm totally down for that though. Let's fucking do it. Yeah, let's tack that on. Let's let's put all those onto the MCU. I mean, we'll just call it the Marvel playlist. Yeah. It won't be the Marvel MCU. Playlist, yeah. But uh, in, in regards to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Hawkeye, it takes place after Endgame. Spoilers for Endgame for all those who haven't watched it. It takes place after Black Widow sacrificed herself. To help the Avengers beat Thanos, uh, to get right. the the stones, basically their own version of the Infinity Stones. I, it's been a long time since I see that, but during that scene, it was you know uh, Hawkeye and Black Widow fought each other, basically for the right to sacrifice themselves. Hawkeye thought he yeah. should be the one to sacrifice himself because at the time, you know his his family had blipped. He had gone on a crazy killing rampage as Ronan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, you know, he become a he had become a dark vigilante, basically just um, a kill, killer for hire. And you know, he he was facing some dark shit. But Black Widow was always better than him, and <laughs> <laughs> she sacrificed herself. And you know, she 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 gave him the opportunity to like to better himself. I guess that's right. how we'll look at it. Yeah, and I think her view was that he had, like, you know, he had kids that were going to come back. This is all right. spoilers for Endgame and a little bit of and that's fine. War, but that's okay. I mean, honestly, you, you, you who's going to watch Hawkeye without? watch this, yeah, without having yeah. seen that, yeah. <clears throat> because that's the ba- that's like the the crux of this show is that emotional yeah. kind of turmoil that Hawkeye's going through, and part of that is he's always the Avenger in the shadows. Like he's the one mm-hmm. that nobody really thinks about. Nobody like talks about. There's right. a, there's a running joke throughout this show of the, uh, what, what's it called? It's the Captain America Broadway. It, Rogers. It's called yes, Rogers. Rogers, dude, that shit. Oh, at first I was like, this is the best, but then no. this is spoilers for the show. This is spoilers, but it's not like 
the end of the world. It doesn't spoil anything about the plot. No. The it's last, spoiling one tiny scene. Yes. <laughs> the last scene in the movie is the full opening or whatever of this musical called yeah. Rogers. And at first I was cracking up. Like I laughed straight for at it for like three minutes. And then it went on for like five more minutes. Yeah. It was bad, man. <laughs> You, so if you get tired of it, I'm telling you, it's the last thing in the movie and the show. You don't have to watch the whole thing. Uh, See, like when they first when they first played it, you had like texted me and you were like Rogers and like crying, laughing face emoji like three times. Yeah, and I was like, I didn't think it was that funny. I thought I was kind of annoyed by it. And then like at the end scene, when like the end scene happens, I was just like, Oh my god, this is awful. And then you, like you responded like, Okay, that was bad. And I was like, Oh. <laughs> Okay, it's not just me, thank God. <laughs> I think I was laughing because it was so bad. And I think that was the point right. of it. But it they just uh, they just pulled on they milked the joke for too long. That's what they did. Yeah, and, and I don't think we've explained the the Rogers the musical though is it's the it's the big fight of the first at least the yes. opening credit scene of the, yeah. the, the Broadway play, the Broadway musical, is the opening fight in Avengers when the Avengers yeah. assemble and they fight. And the, the running joke throughout is the Hawkeye character is like the last mentioned. And he's mentioned after, I think, Spider-Man and Ant-Man who weren't even a part of that fight. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they, they, they barely they barely mention him. He has like one line in the musical where he's just like, and I'll, sh- I'll, I'll aim true or something like that. Yeah. And like, it's it's really bad. And like, they open it up with, you know, Clint Barton, Hawkeye, played by Jeremy Renner, watching this musical. And he's take and another aspect of this show that I don't know if it's been a part of the cinematic universe before is that he's he's losing his hearing. He's um, yeah. you know, all of his fighting, all the explosions next to his ear, all that kind of stuff, all the blows he's taken to the head and and hand to hand combat. Yeah. It's just it's 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 starting to make him go deaf. And he's just taking out his head or his hearing aids in the middle of this musical because he's like, "Fuck this! I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear this." Because I mean, you know, man, that first Avengers movie—they were barely a team. So, like, he knows it's not how this went down. It was not some big coordinated effort. No, (laughs) it was it was was a bunch of hooligans tossed together. And I and I, I really enjoyed that though, because because that's the thing is uh, I'm not a huge Hawkeye fan. Um, you know, with the movies, I do like Jeremy Renner to an extent, but I'm also not a huge Jeremy Renner fan. Uh, but I have liked his comedy more than I've liked his action stuff, which is wow. just insane because he's more of an action hero. I, I like honestly the stuff that he's done in more dramatic films because sometimes when he does a character. He gets really into it and it almost like he's in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. But also he doesn't seem a part of the reality of the movie just a little bit. Like he's just a touch out of, of reality. And I think mm. it's fun. I, don't, I just I can't think of I can't think of any dramas that he's been in outside of like Marvel or action. American films. Hustle. I think that he was in that one. I, I, yeah, I guess he was. I, I that's the character that I'm really thinking. Like he he played yeah. this, I think New Jersey guy, and he had this pompadour, and it was such a character. But there was a lot of characters in that movie. To be fair, yeah. But, the only the only I like it, Christian Bale's in that, right? Yeah, Christian Bale and Bradley Cooper and Jennifer well, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, was, 
That that's I think that's a David O. Russell film, and like the thing with like if I'm correct in that, it the 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 problem with his his films are that they don't stick in my mind. Like I remember mm-hmm. watching them, and I'm just like, oh, that was entertaining, and everybody's like, oh, it was so good. And I'm like, was it? I guess it was. You know, that's, uh, that's, that's, I, that's I remember enjoying it, but I couldn't tell yeah. you too much about the plot. Exactly. Uh, like I, I never remember his films. And I think another one of his is Silver Linings Playbook with with uh Silver Linings Playbook, if I say that correctly. Yeah. Uh, with Bradley Cooper and I think also Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. And it's just like I, I remember watching it, I remember liking it, and then like a day later everybody's like, That was so good. I'm and I was like, was it? What was it about? Like, I can't remember. <laughs> I <laughs> they remember fall that. in love, right? I remember like that one a, a little bit better. I thought. I think it, I found that one interesting because I had a friend who acted just like that uh, Bradley Cooper's right. character. It was un- honestly uncanny. Uh, <laughs> he did kind of. He did end up having some mental issues later in life. So it really. It really reminded me of him. It was it was yeah. crazy, but anyhow, see review of that director, um, right? But but as okay. I was saying, like with 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 Jeremy Renner, I like his comedies more. There's a I can't remember this movie at all. It's I think it's Tag. It's called Tag. Uh, it's him and like um, Jake Jake Johnson or whatever his name okay. is from the from New Girl. That okay. guy, you know, yeah. what I'm talking about. I think it's Jake Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, it's him, and then there's like there's the, it's just basically it's Jeremy Renner and like three or four of his like best friends from childhood. They always <laughs> get together and they play a game of tag. You know, it's a long, elongated game of tag, and like he he has never been it. Jeremy Renner has never been it because he's just too much of a badass. I remember watching the trailer for this, but I've never seen it. I remember watching it and it it has some stupid moments, like some really stupid moments, and one scene that I remember really hating. But because it was just offensive, but uh, for the most part, I enjoyed it because it was, you know, it was just a good, funny movie. And Jeremy Renner in a comedy role, I remember watching it and being like, wow, he really works with comedy because he's just like, he himself isn't like a upfront comedian, but he can make some good dialogue become very hilarious with how he delivers it, how like his cold deliveries and everything. And that's like this entire show with Hawkeye. It's, it's it's just like it's a comedy. I was not expecting it to be a comedy. Oh, it's hilarious! And yeah. I was rolling because of it. it was so funny. It, it really caught me by surprise. I, I would say so too. Like I was expecting a little bit more of the pace that we had in Cam Falcon. <laughs> uh, Falcon. I know it's Winter so Soldier. fucking hard to say. Uh, I, that's I was really expecting more of that, but like Haley. St- uh, Steinfeld, she she adds so much as Kate Bishop oh, yeah. to the comedy. Yeah, that she was by far the best part of this entire show oh, for me. Definitely, but like what they do with Clint though in the show is also great. Right, a lot of it is about of his family, but they did the same thing that they do with in all the movies with the Bartons. They kind of just swept them to the side. I swear that, that they've done that every single time. That You get they a lot have... more of them in this show than yeah. ever before. But, like, that's how he keeps them safe, too. Is, is Exactly. That's what that's what I was going to say. Is like they, they do that all the time, but I think it works best for Hawkeye because he is so secretive and protective of his right. personal life. Right. That I think that aspect is actually genius. Because yeah. them barely being in it means we don't even know where they're at. 
So it sure. gives that it gives that impression that he is so good at his job that nobody can find his family ever. Mm. That's and true. I, I, I like we that. don't know yeah. where that ranch is, or do we? I don't know. I mean, I mean, I not remember. even the fucking Avengers knew it was anywhere. You know, right. like not even. Right. I don't even think. <laughs> I don't even think Tony Stark knew about it. I mean, that's just. It's just. I like that aspect of the Bartons not being there. And when we do see them, it's typically close ups or, you know, they don't they don't typically show the house or anywhere where they're at. But you just yeah. you know that they're there, they're safe, and that him and his wife have a relationship that just it's fucking great. It's because they just know good. each other so well. Yeah. So this is what happened in Endgame. This is very dependent on what happened to Hawkeye in Endgame before he got right. scooped back up from by the Avengers. He kind of broke bad a little bit because his family, they disappeared with the blip, his entire family. Mm-hmm. And so he created this new vigilante, the Ronin, and went and fucked up some organized crime rings. And when I say that, he did not hold back. He used lethal force. He has grown to regret that, but his equipment from being the Ronin somehow shows up on TV and Kate Bishop is wearing it, but she is only wearing it because she happened upon it at this black market auction that got attacked. Right. Um, And so now she is being chased by these organized crime people who are interested in the Ronin and he has to, you know, clean up his own mess and they somehow form a partnership yeah, very reluctantly on Clint's yeah. part. <laughs> yeah, but it's super, super excitedly on Kate Bishop's because oh, yes. Hawkeye is her favorite Avenger. She's the right. one person in the whole world that Hawkeye was her favorite Avenger. It's just because she's a, she's an archer herself. She's a master right. fucking archer. But it goes farther than that. She is an archer because of Clint. Because yeah. when the attack on New York happened, Clint fell past her crumbling building that she was in uh, and shoots an arrow as he falls past. And she's yeah. like, that guy's protecting me. I have to protect. Not only did he fall, he willingly jumped from the yes. top of this, the roof. You know, it was, yeah. it was a building taller than where she was. And she's in a skyscraper in, in New York. Right. And so it's like, yeah, it was, it was just inspirational to her to see this guy who was not in any way super powered. No fighting with all of these superpowered heroes against these aliens from outer space with a bow and arrows exactly it was, it was just it was incredible to her yeah that, i thought i loved her her idolization of hawkeye yes, and how I they did. play with that and also how she is like forcibly forcibly putting herself into his life to help him <laughs> yeah because like, that's just that's just how she is she's like you need better pr man force him to wear purple is so good you gotta market better okay <laughs> she's like i've designed you an outfit yeah. it's purple <laughs> and he's like no i'm pretty sure it has no. like the mask from the yeah. comics <laughs> it was straight up the comic book uh, outfit. I loved it. Speaking of the comics, by the way, I don't like the Clint Bish, uh, Clint Barton that I have come across in the comics. I've, I haven't read much. He's been in, in the, the big events that I've read, though. Right. And in every big event, he's been an asshole. And his yeah. character is, like, iconically in the comics kind of an asshole. But there is an, the, the author that wrote a – you know, he's one of the most famous runs on – Hawkeye. I have not read this, but that is what the Hawkeye of this show is based off of. 
is Matt Friction, the uh, the author Matt Friction. He had a long Matt run. Friction. Matt Friction. He had a long, long run like on Hawkeye. A technical term for wrestlers. <laughs> Matt Friction. Yeah, I got I got a little bit of Matt Friction on my knees. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Matt. I'm sure you've heard that before. My apologies. Right. <laughs> uh, but it's it's just. I haven't read it. I'm interested in reading it though because he apparently lent a lot of uh, humor and and not kindness, but more relatable, personable right. natures to Hawkeye's character. Try, like and that's feel, what they. I feel like they didn't want him to be just like the Green Arrow, so that that's probably why he has this uh, negative personality traits. Right. She's crazy. I love that. <laughs> I, could, I could hear her in the background. She's so cute. <laughs> it's all right. My, mine is also doing the same, but more whining because she wants more food. I, I feed her people. She gets a lot of food. Trust me. She is overweight. She just thinks she needs more food. She just doesn't know when to stop. She's a bored eater. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she's, and she's almost always bored because even though I play with her a lot, I don't have the energy that she does. No. Even no. when she's at her age. But uh, to get back into Hawkeye, to, to, to bring it around here. Bring it back around. To continue off of where you, like, I guess the, to continue off of where we were with the synopsis, as they come together, as they join a reluctant alliance on, again, reluctant on Clint's part, not on Kate's, they just get pulled deeper and deeper into this, like, organized crime issue, specifically around the Ronin costume i'm trying to remember it because it's been a while since i've watched the show but they get involved heavily with the tracksuit mafia or the yeah. mob yeah the tracksuit mafia i think is right yeah yeah which i fucking love that that that's just like that was an organized uh crime syndicate group that Ugh. the ronin fought or that clint was constantly yeah. fighting as hawkeye i can't remember which but they're they're hilarious little group of just yes ridiculous <laughs> men all in all in tracksuits Oh, and man. one of their members, or maybe their leader, I can't remember which. But, I, I uh, think her, she's a definitely higher ranking. Yeah, she's I can't not remember the if boss she's, of the, even of their crew. She's not the boss, right? Because uh, it's that one guy that she was romantically involved with. Right, he was the yeah. And but uh, the lady we're speaking of, her name I I know her character name, uh, her comic book character name. I don't remember her her name in the show, but it was Echo, played by Alakwa Cox. Yes, and they refer to as Maya Lopez. She is getting a spinoff, which will be called Echo. So they will, yeah. But I don't think they actually call her that in this show. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember or recall if they do. I just I thought they had once, but it might have been just something silly. But she is just a phenomenal character, and one of my favorite parts of this show because she is a deaf woman who, with a prosthetic leg who is just a super fucking badass <laughs> like yeah, she's, she's awesome she goes toe-to-toe with hawkeye she goes toe-to-toe with uh yelena i believe in one scene like yeah she does it's 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 incredible like she's gonna be something really fun in the in the cinematic universe i think but another another fun and important uh aspect of her character i i believe in the comics she is a native american character um at the very least they have a native american actor playing yes. her and that's just yeah. you know a, a great great representation i'm glad they didn't just change the the race if, if i'm correct in her being a native american character in the comics i believe she was i just i haven't re- i haven't come across her at all in the comics i've read right so right uh, me neither um but 
yes, I, I do appreciate, you know, some more representation in our lead roles of this stuff, because so far it really has been mostly white people. There's there's right. a couple uh, of di- diverse choices, but I think we can do better. I think they are trying to, too. I mean, like, they are, are yeah. like, you know, here recently we had Shang-Chi, which is just an amazing movie. And, you know, they're going to be doing more with Black Panther and they're pulling a lot of characters from the TV shows that they've done already and giving them their own things. Like, um, I can't remember the character's name in WandaVision. I believe... Are you talking Agatha? No, not Agatha, but Agatha is getting something. Yeah, but, I think she's getting her own spinoff, which is going to be freaking awesome, too. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. But it was uh, the sh- the sword agent who who ended up... Oh, I don't want to spoil it. Right, either, right, right. She has, a, she has uh, relations to Captain Marvel somehow, That's right? right? That one. Yeah, her mom, yeah. her mom was the friend of That's Captain right. Marvel. I remember that character. I can't remember the character's name, but I know who you're talking about now. Yeah. She's getting her own thing, too? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that's pretty cool. Events that happen in WandaVision. So if you're interested in that story, go check it out there. Well, that's exciting. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're doing so much with their their shows now, which is simultaneously fun and also a little overwhelming. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> it is a little overwhelming because it's like they're doing what? I haven't even heard of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I thought I was a fairly well versed, but apparently not. I mean, Jesus, right? And I've been I've been very good at keeping up to date on everything, but Agents of Shield and now Eternals. Even though Eternals is on Disney Plus now, I still haven't fucking watched it. it, it I got to remedy that. I thought it was coming out. I thought it was going to be the twentieth or twenty second or something. Oh, well, by the time this comes out, I think it will be. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll watch. I thought it I'd soon. heard it. Well, if we don't watch it soon, we'll watch it in our playlist. Exactly. Or we'll just watch it and just wait to talk about it until the playlist. Yeah, which at that point, I probably will have to watch it again because it's like 24 right. movies before that. Yeah, yeah, right. This is whatever the 29th or 25th project. It's ridiculous, man. Uh, uh, other characters I did want to talk about yes. are uh, Kate Bishop's uh, parents, uh, mm-hmm. specifically her mom and her stepfather, her her uh, dad. I don't remember that character's name, but he uh, died. He died very in the attack on show, yeah, and yeah. in, in, in the attack on New York. I think it's all right to say yes, that. Yes, yes. Um, You're right. But his, her mom is played by Vera Farmiga, who I, I fucking love that actor. I yes. think she's great. She's in the, the Conjuring films, as I'm sure most of you know. I did not love her in this movie, nor did I love her husband, who, uh, who was him. Oh, um, they, were, they I think they were just uh, fiancés in this, but... Okay. Was it Jacques, Tony Dalton? Yes, Tony Dalton played... Okay. I think they went by Jacques, but Jacques Duke. Quinn? I might have said that right. There's an. <laughs> I know in he's there, in though. the. In the comics, I know he's whatever. called the Swordsman. Yes, and he plays with swords in the show. I actually yeah. kind of liked it. Uh, his, the tension between him and Kate was interesting, and and then they uh, this might this is a little bit of a spoiler, but I, it's not a bad one. He does kind of that tension switches around, and he, at right. the end of the show, and they fight together. And I think it was fun to watch him fight with the sword. And and yeah. I think what was fun about it is that you can tell that he is really good at sword fighting and has been waiting for this moment to fight a whole bunch of people with a sword because he's right, just right. a rich, uh, a bored rich man. 
<laughs> and and that's the thing. Like I, I know that because he's a bored rich man, I should I should forgive his personality because he he is just quite a character. Yeah. He's a very weird personality and a very I mean it's a weird universe, so it's like it should make sense. But him and Vera's acting kind of felt like it was coming yeah. out of the Iron Fist television show. I did feel that way about Vera's character. I yeah. feel like she didn't think that. I don't know. I feel like it might have been a case of, well, I'm not the lead character. I just have to be here. Maybe also that, you know, she was, she didn't know anything about the show or whatever. And she was like, well, what is it? And they're like, it's a comedy. And they're just, she was like, oh, okay, I should play this comedically. Yeah. And, but she's not a comical character. Exactly. It, it felt really off. Like, like I was getting, as I said, I was getting strong Iron Fist vibes from, from both of their performances, specifically during one scene. Where Jacques is getting arrested, like Kate oh, Bishop yeah. comes running home and and she sees uh, Vera like sitting there. It looks like Vera's pretending to cry. Like it doesn't look like she's actually crying, but it looks like she's trying to put on a show. And and Jacques is just awkwardly staring, like standing there, looking like right at the camera, like straight backed. He's got a little bit of a smirk on his face, and and Kate's like, "What's going on?" He's like, "I'm being arrested." And it's just <laughs> it, he says it was such like a. It's like everybody's trying to not make it a scene, but at the same time, it's very obviously a scene. Yeah, it it was so weird. It's so off putting. It was just from it was just from there to acting because yeah. Kate was yeah oh god Haley Steinfeld was fucking incredible throughout. Yeah. Yeah, she was great. And I love the chemistry between her and Clint and also Pizza Dog or Lucky. I was trying to see if they put him in the cast list. <laughs> there, there's also like... I do love him. There, oh, so Simon uh, Callow is in this. Yeah, um, Charles Dickens from Doctor Who. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he plays Armand Third, who is related to Jacques. And I just want to right. mention that because there's this joke throughout where he's talking to Armand the Seventh or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he can't even remember if it's the Seventh or the Eighth. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's too many Armands in that family. It's ridiculous. Uh, I just wanted to mention that. I thought it was a nice add to this. Like, it, 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 For some reason, that made it this this rich person world more relatable. That there was like these characters... Right in that world that you could mm -hmm. see like maybe your uncle maybe behaving like that it, it made it it yeah. definitely gave it more levity but also made kate a little bit more relatable because sometimes i have a hard time relating to characters of affluence because it's like you complain so much <laughs> why right <laughs> yeah I, I, that's the thing with kate is like I, I loved her character so much that I constantly forgot that she was just a rich, spoiled brat. Right, right. And it was it was so funny when you were reminded of those moments where it's just like, actually, yeah, what is your problem right now? <laughs> like, why are yeah. you doing this? Because <laughs> it's like, it opens up with her just like she's out at college, I think, or somewhere. And she just like shoots, she accidentally shoots a bell off, like out of a bell tower like a gigantic yeah. bell she she shoots oh it to ding it but she cuts the rope instead and the whole thing falls down the tower falls apart and it's just like <laughs> you are just a rich asshole <laughs> yep but yep like, yep but god she's you just can't you can't hate her character though because no. it's it's she tries so she's hard. so she tries so hard and she's also very considerate 
even when she's like kicking your ass, she cares about you. Yeah. Like there's a moment there's a moment with one of the track uh the tracksuit mafia members. Oh yeah. Where it's like <laughs> right when they're about to fight, you know, he he's just like He's like, hold on, before this happens, you know, he's like, I'm having trouble with my girlfriend. And like, I, she's actually tied up at this moment, I think. Yeah. And he's yeah, just like, he's just moments. trying to get woman. They call back yeah. to it. Exactly. Because, yeah, he's, when the first time she's tied up, sorry to spoil this, but it was funny and I wanted to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> but she's tied up and he's just like, I need, I need some, you know, woman advice. So he's like, you're the only woman around because everybody else is just tracksuit guys. And then there's Clint who can't even hear me because his fucking uh, hearing aid's gone. And so he's just, he's like, I need woman advice. She helps him. She gives him some advice to his girlfriend. And later on near the end of the show, they're about to fight. And like, she's about to punch him. He's like, wait, 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 wait. I just want to let you know that your advice worked. Me and my girlfriend were going to a concert later. And she's like, oh, that's amazing. And then she punched him. (laughs) And I think he was even like, okay, that's fair. (laughs) It's fucking great. Like, I, I loved everything they do with her character she has some great fucking moments with trick arrows and and uh you know i mean obviously i'm i guess i'm just getting into my closing statement because i don't really want to talk there are some big spoilers and big cinematic universe moments at the end of this show Mm -hmm. so if you want to stay tuned to the uh to the marvel cinematic universe i do recommend watching this show because yeah there's some you know you're gonna be confused yeah they're but um, I fucking I love the the acting between her. I love the acting with Renner. Uh, Renner has some great LARPer scenes, live action role player <laughs> scenes. The LARPers. Oh my god, oh. they were they were some of the most beautiful moments, and you you really you really get a lot from his character, which I really appreciated from this show. They did a lot of emotional depth building. Yeah, to they Hawkeye. did. Man, they they made him such a good character. I think. Yeah. And I really, I really appreciate that because it, it kind of seems like we're in a passing the torch phase where we're getting, you know, a new Avengers cast and crew. And it seems like he's kind of becoming that mentor. I'm going to pass the arrow off to the bow off to right. uh, Kate Bishop. So he can retire and be with his family finally. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I also loved there's a, this was a, the, the whole show is centered around Christmas time. And the overarching goal for Hawkeye is to finish everything, all this criminal underworld shit, so that he can go back and be with his family on Christmas Day. Right. Because, you know, they just blipped and this is going to be his first Christmas back with them. He wants this moment. Right. And I love that. I thought there was a there was a fun and enjoyable drive to the show. Yes. Because of that alone. And I, uh, I give it I give it three stars. Good. I think that's three a and a half score. stars. Nice. I'll give it three and a half stars. Fuck yeah. yeah. I'm going to give it a face and a half. I really enjoyed it. It, it, it was There was a, a wholesome feel to it because mm-hmm. it's a Christmas show, which I was – I almost ho- wish that you didn't mention that because I was going to get all excited and be like, you know what we didn't mention? It's a Christmas <laughs> show. <laughs> I'm sorry. I bursted your bubble. You bursted I it. I broke no. your snow globe. No, it's okay. Womp, yeah, I womp. mean – you know the ground is wet and full of glass now but rosebud whatever i love the show i like there's just so many elements that get thrown up in the air and it, it makes for great action comedy i don't I, I that's all i can say i go watch it people you'll enjoy it yeah i guess to uh to look at 2021 marvel shows as a whole i you know it's always fun to rank things i'm, yeah. I'm ocd about yeah. that uh, I, I enjoy a good a good ranking. 
I would say Loki is still best for me. I think it still tops my list. And then I think Hawkeye comes just below WandaVision. Like, I think WandaVision is just a slight tick above it. And then there's... Uh, America. Uh, there's uh, there's Falcon and Winter Soldier way not not way at the bottom, but at the bottom, followed by What If. What If was my least favorite of. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on the least favorite. And I gotta I gotta actually say uh, regarding Falcon and Winter Soldier, I'm reading the comic that it's based off of now, and I didn't realize I was reading it until I got like halfway through it, and I was like, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> and I have a little more respect with how what the show did. Because the the comic just kind of left Falcon out of it completely. He's in a lot yeah. of it, but he's not in the running to become Captain America. You know, yeah. it's, it's more about Bucky's story and Bucky becoming Captain America. But I kind of like what the show's changed. And I like that buddy cop aspect they've brought to it with, with Falcon right. and Winter Soldier. But I don't know. I just wanted to, wanted to throw that out there because I, uh, I didn't realize I was reading it until like two days ago. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Secret re-review of falcon winter soldier so i already did my closing statement but we're doing rankings that's right so i think i'm going to put wandavision at the top actually and then loki and this are pretty close i think that story wise you can't beat what loki did but there's just such a wholesome feel and a lot of fun in the hawkeye show that I think I'll return to it more, probably. So or be I, more excited to come back for a second season. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to do that. I, maybe I, I that they're just going to do a movie. That would be fun. I'd be good with that, too. Like a movie where he actually passes off the torch. Right. They just Instead of doing a, a second season of Falcon Winter Soldier, they just do another Captain America movie with Falcon yeah. as Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'd be down for that. Give it a Hawkeye movie. And I put What If at the bottom as well. Captain Falcon is at the same spot as you. <laughs> oh, is that our show? I think it is. I, it's been very fun to have you all here. We're always happy to have you here. And uh, I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon. Please check us out at patreon.com slash greenfaceless uh, if you feel like supporting us there's some cool stuff there that you can yeah. have for that and we're uh we're actually gonna rework our tiers here soon yes so if you if you want to go ahead and check that out some uh eventually we'll have that updated and there'll be some new uh new prices in there it's gonna be very exciting yeah so for the potato pick we want people to be able to suggest that at a you know we we might be asking for a little bit too much for just a suggestion so right. we're going to lower that. Uh, all patrons already have the right to vote. The right. <laughs> have the privilege, <laughs> I guess, to vote for our potato pick episode. Uh, and that will remain the same. But we'll see you there soon. Safe travels. And good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. If you like the show, please show your support by rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Like, follow, subscribe, wherever you might listen. We also now have a Patreon account. If you feel so inclined to support us in a financial manner, please become a patron by visiting patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. You can also find more information about us on our Facebook account or 
on the Fiction Works 19 Instagram account. Thank you so much for listening.